Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. This is the Tyler Morgan Show. Extra shots on Patreon.com. Welcome back to another episode of Extra Shots here on Patreon.com. If you want to subscribe, well, if you're listening to this, you've already subscribed at Patreon.com slash Tyler Morgan Show. But again, I don't know. This episode I might release publicly just to give people a chance to hear what is available on the extra shot where I have a chance that I can divulge, you know, divert the time directly into a single story. Granted, it's still only about 15 minutes or so, but, you know, like I said, it's bonus content for Patreon subscribers. And, you know what? I think I will release this uh, widely as a bonus episode. You know, granted, the bonus episode, if you're listening to it on widespread distribution, it will have commercials, or at least I will put a, an ad break in it, whether, you know, Acast actually puts ads in it or not is up to them. But, hey, that's up to Acast. I love Acast. They do a great job with distribution, so... You know, I, I can't complain too much. But anyways, the Black Rifle Coffee Company. Ah, uh, yes, we've seen the ads. Some of them are cheeky. Some of them are kind of, uh, for the most most of the time, they're fairly funny. Um, When they first started out, they, they were the coffee for veterans by veterans. And it seemed like a really good thing. But here over the last few years, they have been just shooting themselves in the foot, so to speak. Um, you know, when Kyle Rittenhouse was spotted wearing a black rifle t-shirt, they went out their way to distance himself and, you know, make him seem like he was a bad guy and not the kind of person they wanted representing their company. Now, granted, earlier this year, late last year, earlier this year in 2023, you know, uh, Kyle had a chance to meet uh, co-founder Matt Best and said he was absolutely the greatest guy. But there's a number of things going on with that story that's still developing. Um, I know there's a lot of people who took issue with Black Rifle and the way the, they portray themselves to the New York Times as, you know, basically running a grift on the people they claim to support. Conservatives, 
gun owners, veterans, and all that. And right now they have a number of lawsuits going against them. Uh, This is a report from Revolver, and I read the full legal filing earlier today. That's the reason why I decided I was going to do this episode, because holy smokes. A male employee accuses Black Rifle Coffee CEO Evan Hafer of, quote, X-rated, unquote, sexual harassment. And it's a brief note. Please donate to Revolver. That's what the brief note says. Okay, Black Rifle Coffee is once again in the news for all the wrong reasons. This time, a former employee by the name of Brandon Roper is accusing Black Rifle founder and CEO Evan Hafer of some very graphic and disturbing sexual harassment conduct. This probably won't come as a surprise to anybody, as Black Rifle has been circling the drain for quite some time now. About 10 months ago, Revolver published a brilliant and explosive expose on the so-called conservative coffee gurus. The piece, titled How Black Rifle Coffee Used Every Trick in the Book to Fool Conservatives, artfully revealed how this cliche group of gun-toting, Bible-thumping, cop-loving veterans were not very conservative after all. Granted, you can look at their, uh, go to the uh, Federal Elections Commission, and you can, you know, Google, or Google, that's just become a verb for search. And you can search for their uh, donation records, and for the, and the majority of them do donate GOP, donate to Donald Trump, you know, all this stuff. They're, and they do have a few um, individuals who donate uh, Democrat, but, okay, you can't necessarily say the entire group is anti-conservative if only one or two employees is making the donation to left-wing causes. But an excerpt from that article that came out last year, in many ways, the imagery that Black Rifle indulges is actively harmful. Male to female transsexuals famously have a cartoonish, porn-influenced, stereotypical idea of what being a woman is like. That's why drag queens have such a garish, over-the-top look. BRCC ads evoke the same idea, but for men. Their target demographic is, in a sense... Male-to-male transsexuals. The ads reduce veterans from citizen soldiers to a per, to a pantomime of desperate mascul- masculinity. Guys who need tattoos, whiskey, and 27 different guns to feel like real men. BRCC ads are supposed to trigger snowflake liberals, but they'd be just as crass and ridiculous to a World War II veteran in 1946. That's from their article... 10 months ago. The Revolver piece revealed, among other things, how Black Rifle Coffee has more in common with the left than they do the right. BRCC trusts the New York Times, throw the word racist around willy-nilly, and toss young Kyle Rittenhouse under the bus. Here's a representative excerpt. Oh, they, okay. They uh, got that kind of out of sequence in how it uh, posted online, but I digress. In addition, Canadian model Nicole Arbor, who appeared in ads for the company, also made public harassment allegations against members of Black Rifle Coffee. Nicole shared the link to the recent lawsuit filed by Brandon Roper and referenced her own alleged abuse in the tweet. So, 
this is the tweet from Nicole Arbor referencing, you know, Jared Taylor from Black Rifle Coffee. You know, we all act surprised when something happens to people being abused or stalked after they ask for help or reported it over and over. I'm afraid of Jared Taylor from Black Rifle Coffee, uh, singer Tommy Vexed, Ryan Upchurch, and Matthew Santoro, and I begged for help for nine years. And, you know, she, uh, that was published on January 10th of this year. The current lawsuit filed by Brandon Roper alleges that BRCC CEO Evan Hafer was known to strip down to his, quote, birthday suit, end quote, during company meetings. According to Mr. Roper, during a privilege, or during a privilege, during a private meeting between the two men, Evan actually propositioned him. Um... Because I keep everything, I try to keep it PG-13, I'm not going to use the quote that was explicitly written into the suit. But it definitely involved but and a word that rhymes with duck-ing. Do you you want to butt-duck right now? Which... Holy smokes, I think I had a punch dude in the face. According to Mr. Roper during... Oh, yeah, I already read that. Womp womp. Uh, the lawsuit alleges that Mr. Roper, quote, outshot, end quote, Mr. Hafer during a gun competition, the Black Rifle CEO became very hostile. Was Mr. Roper targeted because he's a better shot and Mormon? However, I'm going to uh, share this. And I'm going to be like, hey, um... You might want to uh, fix that writing because you called him a moron. This will be an interesting case, but will likely plunge Black Rifle Coffee even further down the drain. And, oh, pardon me. And right now, they, they have lawsuits being filed against them, against the, uh, the company that makes their canned beverages. You go to the store, you know, in the, you know, in the cooler with the Java Monster and all this. You can find the Black Rifle Coffee, uh, canned coffee drinks. The company that actually makes them and has, you know, and Black Rifle is saying, "Hey, we will pay you to make this with our brand on it." They're suing them over breach of contract for allegedly not paying, you know, the, the royalties for what they make from the sales of the coffee. And there's a whole bunch of other stuff. Uh, there's a company out of California that filed a lawsuit uh, alleging stock manipulation. But really, I want to get into this particular suit. Now, keep in mind, with this suit, it, the lawsuit itself is not against them over the sexual harassment. The sexual harassment is part of this guy's nine months of hell. Like I said, I read the I read the the full lawsuit earlier today. So I, I'm pulling from memory. I don't have it printed off in front of me, but uh, the attorneys make it clear that the the sexual harassment stuff is being handled by EOCC, the Equal Opportunities people. 
Um, but this behavior from someone who's supposed to be a leader in the veteran community, who's supposed to stand up for veterans, this is insanity. So this goes back to after the guy was hired in summer of, uh, darn, I, I, this one was 2016, summer of 2016, three days into the job, hey, we're going to go shooting, let's go. All right, cool. Guy goes with them to a range, have a little friendly competition, and he outshot Evan Hafer. And the lawsuit alleges from there, everything went downhill. Now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Get up to 30% off wedding jewelry at bluenile.com. And remember the joy of your wedding day forever. Blue Nile offers everything from diamond and lab-grown diamond wedding bands to classic pearls, earrings you can design yourself, even gorgeous sapphire pieces for your something blue. Whatever you choose, Blue Nile's pieces are all graded for excellence, for a lasting memento as brilliant as the love that inspired it. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Yeah, this is a guy who, you know, he got into the year bonuses because his performance was good, although for reasons undisclosed, when other members of the executive team, which he was part of because he was the uh, HRC manager, HRC, the human resources manager, I, I'm, I'm having flashbacks to the Army where everything goes through the human resources command. Um, he was the HR manager. He helped develop their HR policies, blah, 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 blah. So he was part of the executive team. Everyone got a custom Glock pistol, but him. And he's like, you know, it just seems, and he went to, I think, the COO. He's like, you know, this is really weird. Everyone got these, but I didn't. And then Evan Hafer comes at him and explicitly calls him out on asking about the gun thing. I was going to give you one, but now I'm not going to. Again, this is what's alleged in the lawsuit. Whether or not Evan Hafer actually had that conversation, you know, that's up in the air. But the whole idea that, you know, if you're the CEO of a company, you think it's a good idea to just strip off all your clothes during a board meeting and go around with your wang hanging out, it's probably not the place for you. I guarantee, you know, when he was, you know, on the teams as a Green Beret, if he did that, there would have been someone who said, hey, Sergeant Hafer, put your freaking clothes back on and act like a freaking professional. Maybe not such nice words. But there's so much stuff in this lawsuit. Um, You know, being forced to participate in, well, allegedly being forced to participate in a commercial where, you know, he stripped down to his underwear because his Mormon sensibilities 
that's as far as he would go. And then the commercial during post-production, they, you know, digitally erased his underwear while everyone else on the set is having a quote, hot dog party end quote, uh, implying it's some sort of gay sex party. The dude was uncomfortable with that. He felt like he had to do it as a condition of his employment. And so much more. He was felt like he would be jeopardizing his employment if he was not, if he did not go to a strip bar with the company and they harassed and harangued him until until he even got a private dance because just being there was not enough. Um, Evan Hafer is quoted as calling him a mountain Jew, which is, number one, incredibly anti-Semitic, and considering that, you know, Evan Hafer's own, you know, ethnic background, as well as being hugely anti-LDS. During this time... It had such a huge effect on his personal life outside of work that it actually led to him being divorced. Uh, Matt Best is quoted in the article as saying some rather unflattering things. Again, I'm not going to pull up the article and read it word for word because, again, this is a family show. Typically about not knowing what a woman's, you know, down their parts are concerning the dude's married with five kids. Now he's divorced with five kids. Um, but anyways, it goes on and he eventually is ousted from the HR manager job and just moved down to a, you know, project manager and was eventually fired without cause. And as part of being fired, they at least offered him a severance package. Okay. You know, because he was a part of HR, he he negotiated the insurance, you know, program they used, you know, a platinum package for all their employees. You know, as part of his severance, he's going to get a commission. He's going to still, com, you know, receive a commission for the next however many years that they, that they had the contract. So, okay, they're doing good until a few months down the road, they removed him from being able to get a severance package. That's breach of contract number one. Yes, number one in the same lawsuit. So he contacts them and informs them they are in breach of contract. And, you know, he would doesn't want to get, you know, lawyers involved, and he wants to work it out. Well, that's taken as a threat. There's some phone calls made. Things are said. And then eventually, you know, everyone calms down. All right, let's let's have a have a meeting and you know, you know, public area, you know, we'll discuss it and so they have the meeting. Yep, they they write a check for X amount of money at the meeting and okay, we'll get the uh, severance stuff taken care of. Sign a new contract. Then a few days later, say, "Hey, can you come by? Can you come by the office? We're going to finish up the paperwork, right? You know, you know, we'll make every finish making everything right." And he shows up, and 
Again, this is allegedly, he's met at the front door of the company by the company attorney and Evan Hafer. Evan Hafer has a gun on his hip. The holster's unlocked and his hand is on the holster. Not exactly the most welcoming, um, not the most welcoming when it comes to, uh, we're going to have a business meeting. And basically the attorney said, yeah, we're going to file, getting ready to file a lawsuit against you for extortion because you, you know, trying to use this uh, sexual harassment stuff to force us, force our hand on everything. And he's basically removed from the property. You know, now the new contract is breached because they're, they're not going to fulfill the other half of it. So that's when he goes, okay, you want to play games? I'll play games. He went to EOCC you know, about the sexual harassment stuff that went on that happened to him. And then he uh, hired an attorney. And yeah, this is in 2017. So like I said, got hired in the summer of 2016, fired in 2017. So yeah, it it's taken about almost six years for everything to go through. But yeah, keep in mind, there's probably legal wrangling going on and you're know, trying, trying to settle things out of court. Because it seems like he was incredibly proactive. And then his ex-wife was harassed by a private investigator hired by Black Rifle. Again, this is alleged in the lawsuit. He was personally harassed by a private investigator hired by Black Rifle. And this whole idea that veterans should support other veterans. I I think it's great. If more veterans supported me, I'd be thrilled with that. But to blindly follow a company because it's owned by veterans, because, oh, we're the, we're the same, we're the same mind. We should, uh, we should follow along. No. Black Rifle over the past five years has done more harm to the image of veterans because again, you see their commercials and yes, while they can be cheeky, while they can be fun, the idea that all veterans are muscle brained, gun toting, whiskey drinking, misogynist assholes, it does not look good for our community. If you want to do a job as a veteran, you want to have a veteran-owned business, you, you want that niche market, fine, that's great. But keep in mind, whatever image you are portraying, while you are doing this doing this and you are actively touting that you are a veteran if everything you're doing makes you look like a douche then maybe you should stop and think about the non-douche veterans who are trying to get by with their daily lives who are trying to overcome stigmas associated with being a veteran. Oh, PTSD, how many people did you kill? 
Did you have any friends? Stuff like that. The stuff where guys, veterans go nuts and, you know, go John Rambo and kill people. Those are not the images that veterans want. These are not the stigmas that we want. So thank you, Black Rifle Coffee and Evan Hafer, for going out of your way to make the rest of us who are not self-righteous asshole douchebags look like self-righteous asshole douchebags. All right, so I just want to say thank you to everyone who's listening to this. Um, again, I went ahead and made the decision. As I was recording this, I'm going to do, I was doing this publicly. So if, if this is the kind of content that you like and you want to continue to support it, by all means, go to patreon.com slash Tyler Morgan Show and sign up $5. $5 is all it takes to get access to the extra shots, to get early access to interviews, and as well as ad-free podcast content. Again, thank you so much for listening, and as always, stay relentless. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.